Archie Manning here for Thibodeau Regional. In the Manning household, we're pretty serious about sports. And just like the team at the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, we're also very serious about sports safety. As the region's leader in first comprehensive sports medicine program, they've been in the game longer with certified athletic trainers, fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, and neuro-sports-trained experts. So play hard, play to win, but play it safe with the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional. The SiriusXM Listen Free event is on now through December 6th. Enjoy over 100 channels free on the radio in your car, including ESPNU Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio, Mad Dog Radio, ad-free music of every kind, plus incredible entertainment. Hear even more free on the SiriusXM app, including channels dedicated to the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC. We've already turned it on in your car, so press the button and enjoy. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. It's going to come down to the end for this Dallas Cowboy team. In my opinion, they're going to run away with this division. They're going to get a really good seeding in the playoffs. And they're going to be one of those teams that people who were sitting around waiting for the bottom to fall out over the last couple of years are going to probably have to eat their words. They are a really good football team. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Key, Jay, and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Calvin got diagnosed June 10th of 2018. He has rhabdomyosarcoma, sarcoma, a soft tissue cancer. One oncologist told us if it was my son, we'd go to St. Jude. And within 24 hours, we were on a plane headed here. It's hard to fathom what St. Jude has done for us. They've really given our family hope. For the donors out there, it's just amazing. I never thought we would be in this place. And it's people like you that help us and help St. Jude provide for a family like ours. St. Jude is like the gold at the end of a rainbow. And we are so grateful and thankful for everything. Finding Cures, Saving Children. Learn more at stjude.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Saints fans, how you feeling this Monday? It's Thursday in the world of your New Orleans Saints. Uh, yesterday they went back to practice. It was nice to see Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, Mark Ingram back at practice. How nice is that? Uh, they didn't see Teron Armstead. Anyway, we'll discuss that and join the intern has posted a interesting question of the day to get you interactive. Tell us using a GIF your confidence level going into this game. 
I'll go find one. I'm actually really confident. It, it might help that Mike McCarthy, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but he's tested positive for COVID. Hopefully he gets better and it's not serious. He and other eight, uh, eight other Cowboys, though, staff members, maybe some players, have tested positive. So Coach McCarthy has already been ruled out for Thursday. They won't have their head coach. Dan Quinn, likely, likely, he was the former Falcons head coach, could be the head coach. We don't know the rest of the staff or the players, uh, the extent of it as well. But they're dealing with a COVID issue before they come to town on Thursday and take on your New Orleans Saints. Just the fact that, obviously, you're seeing some players back give me confidence. Also, the fact that no Trevor Simeon yesterday. And as of today, per the word of the Saints Media Relations Department, no Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon being made available. So they're, they're at it again. Who will be our quarterback on Thursday? Maybe that gives you hope that Taysom's getting healthier. Look, that's why he hasn't played a snap the last two games. He's not healthy. If he is, maybe we'll see him at quarterback uh, in the near future. It would make sense, right? So we're talking about that. Send us a GIF that makes you or tells us your confidence level. The other question of the day is, we know Billy Napier is now the coach of the Gators. Lincoln Riley is the coach of the Trojans over at USC. So Tiger fans, with those announcements yesterday, who would you like? I liked Napier at LSU. Well, he's gone. He's a Gator. Lots of LSU fans loved Lincoln Riley. He's a Trojan. Who do you think you'd like to see as the Tigers' next head coach? So we open that. Uncle Earl, I see you on hold. But uh, Gerard wants to check in again with FEMA. Uh, do you want to tell us who you think LSU is going to be uh, hiring at head coach? Is that why you're calling, sir? I, I do not want to comment on that. I will not. That that's a, a hotter. That's a hot issue that uh, this this FEMA <laughs> spokesperson will not touch. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I mean, you, you have the floor if you want to go that way. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, today is the last day. If you were impacted by Ida, uh, this is the last day to apply for assistance with FEMA. You have until midnight uh, to call 800-621-3362 or go to disasterassistance.gov. If you were underinsured, if you're uninsured, uh, if you have a really high deductible, uh, you might want to you know, apply for assistance with FEMA and see what your um, assist options are. So 800-621-3362, disasterassistance.gov. Gus, you know, it's very random. I I pulled over just to give you a call, Mm -hmm. and I just happened happened to be seeing a crew putting a roof on a house. And this Mm -hmm. is just a random house. I don't know whose house it is, whether they had great insurance or whether they are getting some, got some FEMA assistance or what. But it's always good uh, to see uh, a roofing crew at work um, as, you know, the the recovery moves forward, right? I mean. Yeah, especially here towards the end of the calendar year, it's always good. Um, I would say most <laughs> of the blue tarps around my house have been replaced by new roofs. So, you know, at least you're. Oh, so you're seeing it too. That's great. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to. I think this recovery is a. a it's it's a run. If, if it were football, it's a running game, uh, with no star quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just. It, it's not. You just have to keep moving the ball down the field, and uh, scoring those uh, field goals, and that's what uh, you know. FEMA is going to uh, continue to have, try to help people to do. So. 
Well, sir, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for, as always, giving us the information to people that may still uh, need y'all's help. And, again, last day to get assistance before midnight if you need it, right? Right, right. 800-621-3362 or disasterassistance.gov. Thanks very much, Gus. For sure, man. Take care, Jordan. Have a happy okay, holidays you. for uh, for you as well. Uncle Earl, what you got, man? You got a name for me or what? I don't know, man. I, I like your boy that was at uh, Louisiana. And um, uh, I guess Kiffin would be my next thing, but how, how much you trust, trust that guy, how long he's going to stay, Gus, you know? So, man, uh, you think LSU's kind of missed the boat on this, Gus? Or I don't know who else they can have in your back pocket, right? Like as in big game coaches now. Well, you know, and that's the thing. That's why I keep talking about the big game thing. I, I Let's do this. Let, let's do this as, a, as an exercise. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I did this earlier today with a couple of friends of mine that were going with it. And their response when I kept bringing up Napier was, well, can he coach with the big boys? All right, let's look at the big boys, right? Are we going to go with the biggest of the big boys being, say, in the SEC? Let, do you want to go there? Let, let's, you want to start there? Because, again, I would say Mike Harbaugh was a, quote, unquote, big boy. He hadn't beaten Ohio State until this Saturday, right? I mean, That's I'm just right. saying, like, like what what is your definition? I'm not saying you, Earl, but for the people that keep yeah. using big boys or – Big games, big names sort of things. Because I look at the SEC, and undisputably, like, I I don't understand still the hatred for a lot of people. There's Nick Saban. Stop. Right? I mean, like, that. now draw a line. Like, what Saban and his staff does, just draw a line. The epitome of consistency. They lose players year in, year out. You don't really have tend to have off-the-field issues or trouble. I mean, it it's pretty simple when you get to that level. Earl, if you don't follow and do what they say deuces another five stars waiting right or another coach will take that position so there's there kirby smart a member of saban staff has gotten georgia to get closest as anybody to it consistently right um i know it's because of the east it's not the west but for the most part it's bama dogs in atlanta isn't it so you would kind of look at it from that perspective he's built his team running the football defense especially this year uh, in years, he's had a good quarterback, defense, but maybe not the run game, whatever, and LSU beat them. But my, that, I would say he's next. Name me another, quote-unquote, big boy in, in the SEC, legitimately, that you think that. Like, and I know maybe some people will say Jimbo Fisher. If Jameis Winston isn't his quarterback, like, what other year did he win a national championship? I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, do, do you look at Jimbo Fisher and say, that guy is a coaching genius and things that he's – I don't – I'm not saying he's no, terrible. Really. No. But you understand what I'm getting at? Leach? Oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to call him a clown, but he's he, he's, mo- he's known more for his press conferences. Really good with his play calling and his offense. But, again, national titles. I'm just uh, – give me the big boys. The Auburn guy. I mean, he blew the game. I mean, they, like, if you watched Saturday – they literally should have oh. never done anything but call a run oh. with Finley, A, and Finley injured, B, um, he blew that game. So That game made me sick. No, so. I mean, is that your big boy that he's going to coach against? Coach O, yeah. disaster. I mean, literally, the guy literally on Saturday, I don't know what play it was, had my headsets off. On the game winner. <laughs> That's a big boy? So I'm looking at South Carolina, keep naming the names. Um, Mullen, big boy, disaster, couldn't handle his, his, his off the field stuff. And, you know, and he got let go. So I, I'm just saying like, who are these big boys 
and these uh, big games. Find a good football coach Gus, that can Gus, handle staff. What about, staff what about the, this? This is kind of reaching, but what about the? Uh, I can't think of his name, but he he coached at South Carolina, but he was the uh, def- um, defensive coordinator for LSU a few years ago. Can't think. Can't think of the guy's name. He was a pretty darn good coach, but then he was at South Carolina, and then I guess he started to go down a little bit, mm-hmm. and they got rid of him. I can't. I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, let me. Hey, Gus, let me jump to the Saints real quick. Sure. The re- the reason why you feel so confident is because of the players we got coming back. Because exactly. I don't know if I feel as great, <laughs> right. or I feel a little better, Gus. But look, mm-hmm. Gus, if, if last week I, I couldn't even watch, I can't even remember the last time we got up a, a butt beat that bad at home, man. I, I really can't not competing and. If, if if something like that happens again, it's going to snowball. But also, I feel Gus, if we can get a big win this week, that might jump starters, man, and get a couple guys. I really know. I don't know what the hell to believe anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think we can kind of get something going here uh, if we get the players healthy? I'm, I'm not sold on a quarterback though, Gus. Right. Taysom Hill hasn't taken a snap. I can't tell you how long. The other guy, he's he's horrible, and mm-hmm. I would give that kid from Notre. Give him a chance. Right. I don't know, but well, I hope you're I, like right, I said, Gus, man. Uh, we, need, we need a win. Whether it's Ian Book or not, again, here's here's my thing, and I said this last week. Thank you for the phone call, Uncle Earl. Got to get to the other phone calls. Good hearing you, Gus. Yep. Um, look, my, my, my issue with that is this. You, you don't have any – and I saw this after the game Thursday. Give Ian Book. Ian Book would have gotten massacred. Massacred. If, if a veteran quarterback is having trouble scoring through three quarters, you're, you're going to give a rookie with that line and that backfield and that receiving core of the ball? Come on. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Uh, Will Muschamp is the, the guy. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Derek. I was looking it up there as well. I just couldn't think of it. Will Muschamp was the 2016 to 2020 head coach over there, followed by Mike Bobo and Shane Beamer, currently the Head coach there. Um, to my point, somebody just sent me this, and Ryan, okay, he's on it today. First 48 games as head coach at Texas A&M. Remember, Fisher re- replaced Kevin Sumlin. Jimbo Fisher and Kevin Sumlin both have 34 wins against ranked opponents. Jimbo 7, Sumlin 9. Ranked road wins. Sumlin 5, Fisher 0. The salary, 30 for Fisher, 13 for Sumlin. John, give me your best two and a half minutes, sir, and we'll go to Rafael Esparza. What you got? Okay, I would say a coach that maybe nobody's thinking of mm-hmm. would fit the profile of everything we're saying would be Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. He's a, he's a big game coach. He right. can't reach the championship where he's at. So coming to LSU, they've shown but he, but the he's He's played in the playoffs and he's played in the title game. They haven't played well. So he's, he's, he's gotten an yeah, opportunity. But still, maybe yeah. because of the program that he's at, he can't get to the top. Notre Dame? No, Notre yeah. Dame has yeah. got whatever you want. <laughs> like, you yeah. should be but able I'm to win. But I'm just saying, that's, yeah. that's an idea. He would fit the profile of what they've been saying. A big-name coach that would yeah, make a splash. Who would he you want to see, all... John? Who I wanted Billy Napier. Me too. Yeah. And then, so when that went away... I wasn't a fan of O'Reilly because I didn't think he would stay. Yeah. Well, the coach at Notre Dame, he's been there over 10 years now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's almost like a Les Miles. He, Les Miles was with the program a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's why in my mind I, I keep thinking that might be the surprise that we're all going to get. Hmm. So, all right, John, I'll, I'll jot it down. Right. John, one uh, sixteen right. p.m. on Monday says maybe uh, maybe Notre Dame's head coach. All right, my friend, thank you so much for the phone call. Quick break. We come back. Rafael right. Esparza. Don't forget tonight, nine o'clock tip off uh, pregame, nine thirty tip off. Pels and Clippers. We'll speak with Daniel Salerson coming up at two thirty. I like. I'm kind of happy with so far the little road trip here. They split at Utah. A fantastic game on Friday. The game winner, I'll play that for you here as well from the graph. Plus, since I know he's listening, it was fantastic. Uh, and then Saturday, you know, that's fine. Got the split. How are you going to handle it tonight against the Clippers? It'll be interesting to see. They beat them here in New Orleans not too long ago. Mr. Vegas next on ESPN New Orleans. Your new Ford dealership in LaFouche Parish is Calvin Braxton Ford. You may need your vehicle serviced, but you don't want to drive too far. Get ready for some good news. The Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is now open. And better yet, they truly want to keep your vehicle running at its best. Now offering a special on gas-only oil changes, just $39.95 up to five quarts. Plus, with four new tires, your alignment is only $69.95. Yeah, Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Why is this oven still going? Hi, this is Dinesh. Dinesh's bakery just landed a sweet catering contract. Forty dozen fritters, Friday at 5 a.m.? He needs an event planner to help him rise to the occasion. Oh, every Friday at 5 a.m. Not a problem. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosted Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. As always, we enjoy our conversations with Mr. Vegas, Rafael Esparza. Sir, how are you? I am good. How about yourself? Doing well. Um, all right, so where, where was the LSU head coaching search? I'm asking everybody. Might as well ask you. What do you know? What do you hear? Lane train, lane train, lane, lane train, train huh? lane train. Uh, I would say he's probably 
I, I don't have the, the futures up anymore, but I would say he's probably, I would think, the small favorite. Maybe him and Mark Stoops, maybe Matt Campbell. You can throw in Luke Fickle, Billy O'Brien, who's left. I mean, I would think those five names are probably going to be next Oklahoma head coach, next Washington head coach, next Virginia Tech head coach. So I think those five names are Jay Nobel. I, I'm nice. hearing his name. So oh, nice. I would think those names would probably be uh, up there. And Chris Lingsbury is not going to Oklahoma. His agent put that out there so he can get paid. Who is? In, in, in uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Everyone oh, said, oh, I, oh he's, I saw that yesterday. Adam Schefter yeah. put that there. Then he put the house, the house pictures from the, the NFL draft when he drafted from his couch with that backdrop. Yeah. And I just started laughing. I mean, yeah, that's he, along the lines of, of Mike Tomlin. I, look, and I understand people bring up the same thing. The, the same thing just didn't work. But I promise you, if you get to the end, hey, oh, by the way, the Cardinals, don't they have the best record in the NFC? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why would he leave? Seriously. Um, now, I'm not saying that he may not you know, walk in the office and be like, well, take that, that contract extension over the next couple of years for sure. But, Rafael, I want to talk about some of the games, obviously, that took place over the weekend and, and, and games that really stood out to me. And then we'll get to, obviously, the Saints coming up. Uh, on Thursday, Monday night, Seahawks in Washington. We'll wrap up with that. Who you like on there? Um, dude, the Lions, so close. The Bears won on a Cairo Santos game ending. By the way, former Greeny, I'm sure he could have kicked for the Saints this year, but Santos winning the game 16 14. Is Detroit going to go winless? I think they could, but don't forget. Lions covered. There were three and a half, three point underdogs. So hey, they lost, uh, but they covered sixteen fourteen. What do you make, if anything, Raiders and Cowboys with LA win? I mean, with um, Vegas winning thirty six thirty three. Well, I wasn't invited to the Cat and Gill uh, Thanksgiving, so I was folding clothes on my couch, and mm-hmm. there was more laundry on the field. Yes, on that were. game, there was on my couch. So uh, that's what I thought, thought of that game. It was a, uh, it was a horrible. Just penalty-sized game. It didn't shock me that the Cowboys lost. The amount of penalties in that game was um, obnoxious. I mean, it, really, it was tough to watch. 14 apiece. 14 apiece. Cowboys 14 for 166. The Raiders 14 for 110. No one ever wants to see 200-whatever yards of penalties. <laughs> Never, ever, 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 ever does anyone want to see that happen. Um, and don't blame me about the Thanksgiving thing. My, my son and wife were left and abandoned all alone. They had Thanksgiving by themselves. So I was, um, uh, was enjoying Denver. Uh, Steelers and Bronc, and Bengals. Dude, that's a really nice win. I, I know the Steelers are, are nicked up and Big Ben, but that's a big win for Cincy. Don't you think at home 41 to 10? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they played some big back-to-back duds, uh, since they, they were, what, in first place for maybe a blink of an eye, uh, in that division. But yeah, it was a nice comeback, but they were at home. I mean, that, that doesn't shock me. I mean, Pittsburgh's still all dinged up. I think the, the most thing that shocked me, and there's two games that shocked me, was the Bengal, uh, was the Saints giving up 31 points with that defense. And then the Steelers got a little bit healthy on their defense, and they gave up 41 points. I think those two things shocked me. Well, when the Saints don't have an offense, Raphael, I can I can explain as to probably why that didn't happen on their defense. They're on the field way too long. Bucks over the Colts, thirty-eight, thirty-one. I, I thought Indy was going to take that for a while. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, they abandoned the run. Everyone wants to complain about that, but they they ran the ball early. They just uh, the, the passing game was up early. I mean, they put up twenty-one points in the second half, and so I understood. Some of the play calling, but I'm not going to throw it all, and they need to give it to the 
at that time, MVP Taylor uh, at that moment coming into the game. But I mean, you can't give you can't give Tampa Town the last ball. I'm sorry. Carolina and Miami, uh, the Finns at home win 33 to 10. Cam Newton, five of 21 for 92 yards. No TDs, two picks, sacked once. Two, 27 to 31, a TD, sacked twice, but 230 yards there. Matt Rule this morning in his presser, uh, Raphael uh, uh, had to talk about, we haven't ruled out staff changes. Again, Brady to be benched, right? I mean, that's, that's the chatter. Um, in Carolina, he also talked about calling Sam Darnold, seeing how he's doing. This guy seems like a disaster over there. Man, maybe he'll be the next LSU head coach. See, somebody said that today. I, I just think the way he's handled that, I, I don't know. But I mean, do you, th- I, that's where I was going with this. Is he done in Carolina after this? Is he fired? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, you can say Anthony Davis or McCaffrey uh, being out for the year. I mean, not having him pretty much the whole uh, season, he, he can pound on that. Sam Donald being hurt. I mean, they they, they thought he was going to be a different quarterback. He failed. Mm-hmm. I would think maybe one more year or maybe he can say, go, go Tigers, and, and he'll come to LSU. I, I did. I, and look, I, you're my friend. I kind of chuckled when you used to say mac and cheese was a Super Bowl pick and, and all. Oh, yeah. Stop it. My chest is pumped. Look, look, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give you props. You've been on it for the entire year. At eight and four, they beat the Titans 36-13. Tennessee is a good football team, but New England every week looks stronger and stronger and stronger. And now Matt Jones threw for 310 yards. He's been throwing like a buck 50, a buck 10. 10 completions. He was 23 of 32, two TDs. He's progressively getting better. Raphael, they're in second. If the Browns wouldn't be so terrible and would have beaten the Ravens last night, the New England Patriots would be in first place in the AFC. I agree. And uh, and I'm not going to pat myself on the back that I picked <laughs> the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Everyone okay. laughed at me. But you know what? They won that game, and they couldn't even really run the ball. I know that for a team, they ran for over 100 yards. But, I mean, Stevenson and Harris did not knock the boots out and was able to run the ball. I think that's why Mac Jones had a throw for 310. But okay. their defense is getting better week after week yeah. after week, and that's scary because the Belichick's good defense usually brings home championships. All right. Um, go ahead and tell me how this happened because if I'm a Saints fan and I'm watching last night – at the end of the day, and showing the highlights of the scores, the Giants beat the Eagles 13-7. to This is their fourth win of the year, but the Eagles looked unstoppable on the ground. They still rushed for over 200 yards, but they didn't score in the first three quarters. How, how did that happen? I kind of have to agree with what they said all day in the press in New York. That that defense for the Giants did not want to let down Strahan after retiring his jersey. They wanted to put up a big number. They didn't want to give up a big number to the Eagles. I would have to say that was a little bit maybe motivation for that game. But wait, what was the Eagles' offense? And I know they scored seven points in the fourth, but in the whole game, it was MIA. That, that offense was pitiful yesterday. Okay. Um, Falcons and Jags. Did you watch a second of this? Atlanta won 21-14. I was flipping between TBS and the Comedy Central for that game. And then okay. uh, then the Jets-Texans game was on CMT. So I was uh, flipping all three of those channels. On. That's what I was going to say. That was a battle of who's going to pick first. Jets hurt their chances. They beat the Texans 21-14. Zach Wilson back in the game. And, and um, you know, 
I don't know. He threw an interception off of his teammates back. <laughs> yeah, nothing but comedy for those for those four teams, Falcons, Jaguars. But hey, you know what the Falcons have? The mm. Same amount of wins as the Saints. Oh boy. Chargers and Broncos. I, I thought we were ready to, I know I know the intern was ready to crown Justin Herbert. Um twenty eight thirteen, Teddy two gloves, gets injured in the game, but they they win twenty eight thirteen. Yeah, and this Chargers team is just—they they should be much better than what their record says. And in, in their home field, they have no home field. There are more fans when the visiting fans come in there. They, they have to fix that. Yeah, I'm just not sold on the Chargers. Everyone loved them this year, including myself. I thought they were going to be much better. Speaking of a team that's in trouble, uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I do enjoy watching the quick little highlight of Sean McVay yelling into his play sheet after Stafford threw a pick and. They, they go down at Green Bay, thirty six twenty eight. I do enjoy it. I, I no, nothing makes me happier than to watch an LA team. Sorry, Todd. Uh, in specific, the Lakers and the Rams. I, I can, I can enjoy Todd's Dodgers. You know, when the Cubs are not in it, but are the Rams in trouble? Quote unquote. I think so. I mean, their their defense is giving up points. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Ran all over them for a broken pinky toe. I just don't understand how he can get a shot in his toe, but not a shot for Kobe. But it's another story to say on that. But I was just totally blown away and how yeah. well the Packers' defense continues to play. I mean, I know they gave up 28 points, but they made some key, key, key stops in that game. That defense, oof, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and uh, that defense, they, they could go pretty far. Well, I know you love sushi. I feel like I swam all the way to Japan to get some fresh sushi, dude. I got to... Uh, the COVID booster in one arm and the flu shot in the other arm. Thank you to my wife for scheduling that yesterday. I I feel like a truck hit me today. Um, Vikings and 49ers. Okay, so here's the interesting backdrop on this. They win the game 34-26. But after the game, Jimmy Garoppolo by Crank Cohen, who I think despises Kyle Shanahan more than anybody I know. Ian Rappaport in the morning put out a report. That he's done. He's done in San Francisco. They're going to trade him. Garoppolo goes out there to win the game, and he's asked about that. So that's that backdrop with the 49ers in their win. I, I, Jimmy G has to realize, no matter how he plays this year, unless for some reason they win the Super Bowl and he throws 500 yards on all play, for every playoff game, but he's gone. I mean, he has to realize that, so... I, I, I'm just glad they're winning games, but they won that game because uh, they're running. Uh, they ran for 208 yards yesterday. I mean, yeah, Jimmy G uh, played well, but they ran. They, they won that game because they're rushing attack. Um, should the Saints look at Jimmy G next year? Yes. Oh, and Jimmy G and Bourbon Street. Oh, stop, yeah, I want some of that. It. Stop it. Uh, Browns and Ravens, uh, as we talked about last night, 16. All right, who do you got tonight? Who do you got tonight? Um, Seattle at Washington, and the line is even. So it's Beckett. Who do you like? I know everyone in New Orleans is going to be rooting as Washington fans because they need to see how to keep on losing because I think Seattle is going to blow up their team after the season. And I heard the rumors of Russell Wilson coming here and the mayor yes. dancing yes. and stuff like that. So I like Washington. I just think Seattle's. I want nothing to do with Seattle. So I like okay. Washington. Their defense is playing better every week. All right. Uh, looking forward to Friday, sir, to talking a little bit about, obviously, what's going to happen with the conference title games during about it. Any surprises? Were you surprised that Bama found a way to pull it out or no? Uh, yeah, I was really shocked at that one. I, that the, the, the way they played for the whole game, I, it shocked they pulled it out. But yeah, how, even though I make fun of khakis, 
Uh, I, I was good. To, I was glad to see Jim Harbaugh finally win a game finally. against Ohio State. Uh, that was that was a kind of a cool thing in the snow. But teach Carver how to throw a curveball today. Really, Max Scherzer, three years, one hundred thirty million for the Mets. Teach Carver how to throw a curveball after work. All right, I will do that and maybe kick the ball. Kick the ball in the NFL. Uh, no, that or stock Barcelona can always use someone. They, they could pay him a million dollars before he hits a teenager. Stop. There he goes. Rafael Espars, as always, appreciate the time, sir. Take care. Take it easy. Have a great rest of the week. You too. At ESPN Radio Nola, it is open lines from here on out until 2.15. We'll speak with Marlon Favorite. So, Pels fans, I want to hear from you as well. As the team takes on the Clippers tonight, the, the, the game-winning call from Friday. You want to hear it? I'll play that one. Come back next on ESPN New Orleans. Sunrise in the blue skies. Birds flying through paradise A little bit longer Another day stronger Somebody smiling down on me With those warm days And cooler nights Friends and family and candlelight Feels like I've been running But something better's coming Don't want to have to wait and see This feels like home It's where I want to be and all the troubles that come and go can never take you away. This feels like life, like it's meant to be. Cause when I see you smiling, you know I can't deny it. Feels like coming home to me, this feels like home. Rouse's Markets knows there's no place like home for the holidays. Rouse's Markets feels like home. I'm Pablo Torre, host of ESPN Daily, where every morning we present the best sports story of the day. And ESPN Daily is presented by Supercuts. Supercuts is the perfect way to get a haircut if you're someone who doesn't have time for a haircut. You just check in on the Supercuts app or you walk in for a quality cut. The highly trained stylist at Supercuts can always give you that fresh cut feeling fast. And it's not just any haircut, it's Supercuts. Check in now on the Supercuts app or on Supercuts.com. Louisiana broadcasters are looking for the best of the best, announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program. Two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1-800-364-7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entry is January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. Freddie Coleman. I don't think he's going to make it in the next couple of minutes. Ian Fitzsimmons. I really don't think I, I'm going to make it through the night. Uh, I don't. Ah, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Oh, them. More of a good thing. He is the king of the reverse jinx. Tom Brady had a chance to speak, and once again, he shows us he's that every man for you. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. Cam Atkinson. Just hit the phone! I'm Freddie Coleman. We are, we are Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Graham, now B.I., shovels at Devontae, pull up three right wing for the win. Yes, he hit it with 1.3 left. With 1.3 left. 
Graham pulled up from the right wing and splashed it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was yelling in the hotel room uh, watching that happen. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to join in the conversation. As that game, man, the Pels, I'm sitting there on Friday at Utah, and I'm like, you have played to win this game. You had it, and then uh, B.I. struggled there late. There was turnovers. I'm like, no, not again. And it was, I was just like, I felt so bad because I they should have won that game. And, and then Devonta Graham comes right down there and bah, knocks it down, man. It was, um, it was awesome. It was awesome. So thoughts on that, Pals fan? Because the next night, well, at one point they were over twenty-two beyond the arc. So, but Jackson Hayes knocked down a couple of threes. It is what it is. Anyway, they take on the Clippers tonight, and be interesting to see uh, how these two teams will go at it here tonight over in LA. And it's kind of a big week. Remember last time uh, these two teams played, it was here. A couple games ago, one, two, three, four, five, six games ago, 94-81 Pels won against the Clippers. And this week you should see and and get more Zion used because he was cleared now to to have full contact practices and everything. So around the corner, remember I, I said December 1st against the Mavs here at home, which is the, the next game. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Because I know Willie Green, I think, said after the game, if I write will ask Daniel, I think he said December 2nd their next practice that they're going to have. And that is before they leave for Dallas on Friday the 3rd. So next home game, other than Wednesday, you want to take on the Mavs. I'm not saying it, it, it has to be a home game for Zion. I'm just, it's in the near future. Is Denver, Wednesday, December 8th. Now, again, I, I'm almost positive I saw December 2nd with Willie Green attached to it. That's Thursday. So they're at Dallas Friday the 3rd, Sunday at Houston on the 5th. Could his first game be at home the 8th against Denver? I think it's one of those games. I mean, if he's cleared to be practicing with his team and getting some full contact and scrimmages and all that stuff, it's got to be around that corner. I'd be shocked if we're, you know, mid-December. I just don't I don't see that happening. Jack, thank you for calling. What you got for us today? Josh, how you doing? Good, man. Um, I got a question for you. Is, is Tajay Spears the best two-lane running back since Matt Forte? It's an interesting question. So, he had, what, 264, two TDs right. against Memphis on Saturday. Two-lane comes up short. They uh, lose to 10 on the season. But, Jack, before he got hurt at Southern Miss last year, in a very small sample size, I, I made that statement. And I, I think I might have asked Todd. I think I was talking about it with Andrew, who's the voice at the time, just how good he was. And, man, I, I, I think you have to let it go a little further along before you start, you know, bringing up Forte and some of the other guys. But, he legitimately, and I said this, I, I know he's small, he's not big, but I don't, I mean, I, I, third down back, I, I, the league's going to look at him because he runs hard. He's not very big, but the guy is just incredible. I, I think he's, he's legit. He's, that's me. I think he's one of the better ones, um, in, in the most recent, you know, several seasons. I don't know. What do you, what do you put him, Jack? 
you're right. I think he has to play a little more and stay healthy. But, I mean, like, um, Dontrell Hilliard had a big day yesterday against New England. You saw that? Uh, I did. I think he ran I did. for 100 yards in the touchdown. Yeah. yeah, he had a couple of big touchdowns. Oh, no, no. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think I think Spears has to play, uh, you know, another couple of years and stay healthy. But, um, and, Gus, I had another question for you. Um, what do you think is the most stupid way to end a game? Uh, uh, penalty kicks in soccer? Um Putting a second guy on second base in Major League Baseball, or <laughs> this two point conversion in college football. Okay, what would you say? so watching that with the Iron Bowl, it was really the first time like at that game that level sort of liked it. I mean, I, I I would say I could see why you would have a problem with any of the threes you just gave me, and at the same time I could probably give you a reason why all those three. You know what? It, it has added to it. Now look. If you're traditionalist with baseball, let's start there. How are you putting a runner in scoring position to start the inning? I mean, you got to at least earn it, right? But at that, that, that said, I've seen some games in extra innings where it does make it interesting, right? And not only the scoring or, I mean, the, the pitching, the defensive play. So I, I've, I've actually grown to, okay. I don't mind penalty kicks though. I, I've gone back and forth with people that play soccer. Coach Kenny, coach G that calls on, they can't stand it. I like it. It makes it exciting to it. Um, that's just me. And as far as the two point thing, I, it, it's down to one play. I mean, you, you have to score. It has to get in on the end zone. So it does make it exciting. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind it. And when it went into the third overtime, I mean, you're, you're kind of sitting there on pins and needles because you get one play, one shot. Can you score? Can you defend one play? You know, guys, the, the magnitude of what was at stake for it to end like that, I thought was a little silly. Although I'll tell okay. you this, I think out of the, I think out of the three, the silliest thing is putting a guy on second base in baseball, and this is why. Okay, if you're the away team and you don't score, the home team only has to bunt the guy over. He only has to bunt the guy over the third, and then, and then get a fly ball. You know, yep. um, penalty kicks. It, it just seems like obviously I've never played soccer. I don't know. But it just seems like the goalkeeper's guessing which you know which side the guy's going to kick on. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I, I really. I hope they figure out something else in college football. You know, I wouldn't mind if they did something like uh, what the what the NFL did, because you know when they were just going for the twenty five yard line, it would just become a, attrition. You know, the two teams would get tired, and then and then no, you know, it it just became you know. Who made a mistake first? So you know, but anyway, I don't like any of those three. But uh, who, who should LSU uh, hire? Um, I think the guy at Kentucky. Hey, Gus, did you see? I'm sure you did. You saw a bunch of the guys, a bunch of LSU fans complaining yesterday because they were calling uh, uh, the coach at Oklahoma. He was scared to come to the SEC. Right. Um, if you're in his position, you have a chance to go to a major university like USC. And you know, if you could turn the program around, you're going to rule the roost over there for a while. You sure. know, because because the the, the Pac-12 is not as not as uh, you know not as competitive. And then you look at the LSU situation where a guy got fired, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I understand why Coach Joe got fired, but still, you know, in, in a vacuum, he gets fired less than two years after he won a national championship. And really, he didn't even make it to the end of the season. Most most people knew six weeks ago he was going to get fired. Do you really want to put yourself in that situation, you know, where you're chasing the greatest college football coach 
of all time, Nick Saban, and his prize understudy at Georgia, okay? And anything less than you catching them, you're going to be looking for a job, too, in another two or three years. I just think people are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. No, man, I, look, I, I, I'm with you. Um and and I know it's so funny, you know. Like, are you afraid of yes? I say, I yeah. Colin Coward, I was listening to him early in the morning uh, on Twitter. One of his opening pieces was on, you know, you just you're smarter. You're you're working smarter, not harder. You know, some people want to say, well, you want to go through the gauntlet. It's just smarter. He's got to beat Oregon. That's it. And to your point, it's L.A. It's you know the weather. It's the recruit. It's the fan base. It's the name over there. And you can say they were, you know, that's. Um, that's OU. I, I've been a Norman. It's not LA. And Stoops built Oklahoma to that power. And I know there have been other coaches, you know, that have built USC to power, but to redo it and to bring them back to power, to your point, Jack, that's very intriguing. Um, you should have players. You should be able to have the support. And again, can you beat Oregon? I mean, that's where it's going to come down to. It's one, one team. And. Oklahoma is going to find out like Texas. It's it's hard to go through the gauntlet of the SEC. It just is. Hey, Gus, one last question. I'll hang up and listen. Uh-huh. Do you think that LSU is waiting for Luke Fickle, Luke Fickle, or can they afford that? If he ends up going to the playoffs, they can't name him as coach for another month. Do you think that's even in the cards? Hey, Gus, thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, that's the interesting aspect of it, right? If that is what is the the plan. Are they waiting? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think what'll be interesting for me to see is how will how will this week play out? Because I am surprised if. If it's a team that's not in a conference tournament game, would you have heard? I mean, look, and the reason I bring that up is because you look at Billy Napier's situation. Coach Napier is playing in a conference title game Saturday against Appalachian State at home in Cajun Field. And look, he his radio shows tonight. He He's on there. They promoted it on their Twitter website. So he hasn't left yet. He's, he's going to coach him through the title game. Probably not the bowl game, but Saturday will be his last game. So, now every coach is different. Do I want to be that distraction? Do I not want to be that distraction? Do I already have an agreement in principle? Um, I can't imagine. Again, we've had him on Tuesdays. He's as much as anybody of trying to avoid distraction. And I can't imagine if you're Scott Woodward, you don't already know who your coach is. One way, shape, or form. Huh? Like, would he wait for somebody who says, I'm not speaking about it or taking it seriously or giving you an answer until the regular season is over? There's no reason I would say that it might be somebody on a staff, and I say that because one of the names that Matt Moscone and others have, have said is Bill O'Brien, and that would be an utter disaster. I'm just going to say that now. We literally made fun of that man at Texans. With the Houston Texans. If you watched the disintegration of that team. And don't take my word for it. Clint Sterner, who has an afternoon drive show for four hours in Houston. Watched it up close and personal. 
played in the NFL, knows a lot of people on that organization and players he's spoken to. I I can probably when when the very first or second thing is a you know a an expletive, he's an expletive and not a communication or people person. That's not what LSU needs. I'm just just telling you. Aside from the fact, let us not forget why you got fired in Houston to begin with. Remember? A guy that was known for offense couldn't handle Deshaun Watson. Couldn't make that work. They struggled. Couldn't handle. He was a guy that was trading good players for no reason. That's the guy you want? I'm out. Phone line still open. 800-998-1003. The Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. In the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, it is obvious that our community has taken a big hit. As we all rebuild and come together in the best of ways, the way we do it in South Louisiana, helping our neighbors, family, and especially local businesses, Home Attractor and John Deere would like to thank all of our customers for their business, supporting, and understanding while we work through the damage with plans to be better than ever as a business and a community. Home Attractor is open for business and here to serve our community. We have new John Deere equipment to help get the work done. Home Attractor, at the foot of the tunnel on the east side. Chef John Fulce for Camellia Bay. The recipe for success starts with good people. The folks developing Camellia Bay, I've known them for 15 years, and they're good people who are generous and always giving back. Donating over $90 million to local charities. In just days after Hurricane Ida, they stepped up and led a million-dollar effort so North Shore families could have water, ice, and hot meals. They care, and they show it. Vote yes on Camellia Bay. Paid for by North Shore Winds. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet from Etel Business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. A couple of questions of the day have to do with your saints on one of them. What do you feel when it comes to your confidence level with the saints? And what do you feel when it comes to the head coach of LSU? GIF, though. I need a GIF to show me your confidence level when it comes to the Saints. Brennan, Larry David, eh, that's what what he sent me. Allen on Twitter, hashtag losing with Rod Rod Ryan. And that, uh, that face of disgust. 
Derek Woodward is about to will in Luke Skywalker to be LSU's next head coach. May the force be with him. Pastor Corey. Dabo! With an exclamation mark. That's what he wants. Breaking doors. How about Coach Burns from the New York Giants and former Alabama running backs coach? Swamp Ninja. What if Woodward was to call Matt Rule? He's not doing that great in Carolina. Dr. Drip. At Deion Sanders, it's obvious. There you go. 800-998-1003. And Coach Sean Payton also spoke a little bit this morning, or yesterday rather. Uh, as the, Yesterday was Wednesday for them in the world of the Saints. Had a couple of things to say on the Cowboys. So let's hear what he had to do. Uh, how he looks at them when he puts on the film. Here he is. You see the speed on tape. I think they're getting a lot of takeaways defensively. Uh, I think they do a great job with their rush and coverage plans relative to who they're playing. Offensively, they've got really good balance when they run the ball. When they run the ball for 100 yards or more, they're an unbeaten team this year. they got explosive players at the receiver position. They have a quarterback who's playing at an outstanding level and one of the better offensive lines we've, we've faced. So, you know, the, the first impressions when you watch them is their talent, their coaching. Uh, defensively, Dan's done a great job in his first year, you know, getting that group to play fast, play hard. They really get after the passer, and you have to defend a lot when you see their offense. So a lot of speed again, eight players, coaches, staff, but up to eight Cowboys. Uh, the reports right now to have tested positive for COVID, including head coach Mike McCarthy, who's already been ruled out for the game on Thursday. So coach McCarthy will not be uh, in New Orleans for that game. As for his relationship with coach McCarthy, Sean was asked about that yesterday. I think good. I think, you know, he and I, shoot, we, we were hired in the same year, um, way back uh, in 06. Um, I've got a ton of respect for him. I think uh, I would consider him a good friend. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's done a great job there, and it's good to see him back on the sidelines. You know, he's, he's certainly deserving. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, the, the, the league meetings, the, the things that, you know, all of us are together at, um, you know, it's just been, you know, a friendship that's lasted over the years. One of the things to uh, touch on as well is, of course, look, they they do have a lot of weapons. It looks like Ezekiel Elliott's being held back because of a, a knee issue that he's dealing with. Obviously, they have a, a longer-term sort of plan. I mean, they got the division already. But Dak Prescott, you, you can see the difference, right, when he's with this team or not. Obviously, Saints fans know all too well when you don't have a good player. Uh, more importantly, your best player playing for you. Coach on Dak. Well, you just see you see the leadership, you see the decision making. Uh, you know, he's someone that makes all the throws. Uh, I think he also does a great job of extending plays. Um, he, he's been he's been fun to watch. And also on defense, Micah Parsons. He just just in. He's pretty good. He jumps off the tape at you, and uh, I think you know more recently at the end position. But man. He's impressive when he rushes. Uh, obviously, when he plays at linebacker the same way, uh, you know, I, I think when, when he gets on the tackles, though, and 
and as Russian, uh, I, I think he's a handful. And and so you you know you're seeing different games where he's playing at different spots. So, um, but obviously he's fit into their system well. Um, one of the other things, of course, from yesterday, were some of the players kind of touching on the game coming up. Toronto Armstead. He was asked this offense. Look, again, I, I know it's something you have to ask. How do you fix it? How do you make this offense work? Getting players healthy, getting players back. That that's that's how you do it. Get getting good players. And I'm not picking on the other guys, but did you see who the Saints trot out there against the Bills? That's it's just going to be tough. Okay, Armstead. Uh, I mean, we no other choice. No other choice. You got to score points to win games. You know, so it's no secret. Offense struggling. Uh, you know, we've, we've been having our challenges and complications, but if we, if we want to do anything, we, we gotta gotta fix that, gotta change that. So, uh, like I said, it's no secret. Needs to needs to improve in a lot of different different areas. Uh, as far as putting points on the board, not not a position group. It's just we gotta collectively collectively execute and put points on the board. Yeah, got to somehow find some points on the board. Uh, it does help that Kamara and Ingram are back at practice, and it looks like Taysom. As well, so let's see what takes place and if that indeed does help the cause, right? We'll see. I don't know what else to tell you other than that. Uh, let me quickly tell you, of course, about the Sportsbook app that you should have already downloaded. DraftKings Sportsbook. It is coming soon to Louisiana. I told you I thought it was supposed to be. Uh, everything that I was told was going to be the week of Thanksgiving. Well, it's in a delay to the delay per Raphael. He's trying to get Jack an exact date. Uh, I asked him, why is there a delay? He just responded with it's Louisiana. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I wish I, I did. I will try to find out why there is a delay and what's going on here. So in the meantime, you're still qualified to get a hundred dollars in free bets. Cause the requirement is, it's got to happen for you to register before they go live. And it's not live yet. So, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's coming soon. I promise. We're all just waiting. And all you have to do is download the app. Use the code LaRose when you do. $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. More importantly, no deposit required. Tap download the app. Sign in. Make an account. And you get $100 to use in bets once you go live. It's literally that easy and that simple. Use the code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. And the app, of course, is DraftKings Sportsbook. Hour three next on ESPN New Orleans. Your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. To keep my hands on myself. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard. America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you.